This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's us. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hi, I'm Jamie. And this is Bubbles. Hi, Bubbles. And now my phone wants to ring in the middle of this podcast, and I don't think so. That's how we're going to do that. Any old who. So, how are things? Things were fine. My yeah. weekend was nice. It was quiet, uneventful. Yeah. No ring. Oh. I figured as much. I wasn't going to say anything, because I figured, yeah, I figured if you did, we'd know. Right. Um, I didn't expect one. Um... For a second I did, because the way he was explaining the things we were going to do sounded more romantic than they actually were. Um, but it was very sweet. It was very, he held my hand on the boardwalk. And, it's, and I know that sounds simple, but Paco doesn't really normally hold my hand. He's not much of a PDA kind of guy. He It weirds him out. Like, he doesn't know how to act when he's holding my hand. Uh-huh. He likes to shake my hand when he's holding my hand. Or it looked like, like you were jacking him off. Or he'll, you could, people couldn't see what she just did, the way she moved her or hand. Or he'll swing my arm <laughs> like we're about to skip. It's oh, all very really? awkward for him, but he held my hand. We went down to the general's kitchen for breakfast because you know I had to ask Bob. I think it's Should so funny. It took you like two and a half hours away to for like breakfast. go for breakfast. Yeah. Then we walked the boardwalk for a little bit, but it was so hot. Like it was supposed to be eighty-one degrees and beautiful, and it was eighty-one degrees, but with the heat index, it was ninety-two. Mm. So it was really hot on the boardwalk. So we decided to leave because you know me and the sun don't mix well. Well, look at you today with a hoodie on, like a hoodie it was jacket. freezing at the DMV. Oh, my God. It's only like 73 degrees today or something like that. Freezing. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to put my boots on. So then we went to play putt-putt. We played putt-putt. He whooped my ass, which really pissed me off. Um, and then we had milkshakes. And then we went to Kira's for game night. And then oh. Saturday I went out to the pub and somebody else was supposed to come. But somebody was sleepy. Oh well, first of all, I made bad like I made bad red light choices with my food like all day long. So and that's what Bruce said. So I ended up eating I forget what I ate during the day. Wendy's. Oh no no no. Well I ended up having Wendy's for dinner. And um because <laughs> I ended up I was like, Oh my god, I forgot to bring anything out for dinner. Like I just completely it just slipped my mind. Well, you're supposed to eat at the pub. So well I thought that I would because I, I was waiting for him to come home at any point in time. He was so upset because we were supposed to go. To see Rachel and Carmelo and all that. And he, that's all he wanted to do. That's all he talked about all week. He was so excited. And then his whole day got effed up. And he came home. He was just so upset. And um, <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I had the rest of my calzone. Ah. For breakfast. And then I was like, let's have, well, breakfast. I didn't end up eating anything until like 1130. Brunch-ish? Yeah. I, I ended up having brunch. And I was like, oh, I have a calzone. I'll make that. Because I didn't feel like making anything. And I knew better. I know better. And somehow I keep acting like I'm not me. Right. And and then I was like, oh, there's ice cream in there. Like, that's um, a dumb fucking thing. I should have known then. I was like, oh, the ice cream. Just Why don't you just fucking light myself on fire in the middle of the day? So then he got home and we had Wendy's and that just was it. I was so nauseous and so sick. And I'm like, oh, my God, I really, like, done fucked up. But he couldn't stay awake either. Right. So it was like between the two of us, we both fucked up. And then we just never made it out, like, the whole weekend. And now he is like losing his absolute mind. So I was like, "Well, I'll we'll go out next weekend for your for your birthday, well, and we'll I, make sure we go out of the house." I am sore as fuck right now. Yeah, because I will you stop? Thank you. So 
Sunday, Allison calls me and she's like, hey, what are you doing? We're doing like a Sunday fun day at my mom's. Her mom has like this big and grand pool. She was like, do you want to come? And I'm like, sure. She was like, well, we're going to go pick up my friend's grandson. Mm -hmm. He's 11. Well, nobody else showed up. So the only person I was hanging out with was Allison, this 11-year-old. Oh. Well, I was trying to match the 11-year-old energy in the pool. Oh. And now I'm so sore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, muscles that I didn't even know I had hurt because my ass is, like, jumping off fucking diving boards and shit. Like, I'm oh not, my God, like, I'm not 45. The next morning I was like, Ow. Oh, what did I do? Ow. Everything hurts. Ow. And then this morning I was so sore and I was like, oh my God, I gotta go to work. <laughs> But Sunday we didn't do shit. Like, I made burgers and potato salad and had Sally over because Paco had to work all weekend, so. But tonight was his, mm. yeah, last night was his last night shift. Oh, okay. So he's back on days. Oh, that's nice. So he didn't have to go to work today, though? No, he doesn't have to work today or tomorrow. Oh, my God, what is this? What do I have a calendar for? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, the therapist is coming today. And then tomorrow, is, okay. on Thursday, is Devin's birthday. Oh, okay. He's gonna be fourteen. Wow. I know. Very is he in, is he a freshman this year? No. Next no, year? because his birthday was in September. Right. It was too moved, late. It was too late. So, he, oh my goodness. So he is in eighth grade. Okay. Oh my god. Well, today it was a lot of people went back to school. Yes. And um, my daughter and well, my daughter and my youngest son went back today. And then my oldest, well, my older son, my oldest oldest is a Marine, so he's gone. But then my um, second oldest, I guess, goes back tomorrow because he's a... He's a senior. Senior, yeah. Um, let me just, I gotta make sure I send this to my daughter real quick. Oh my goodness, this dog. Danielle's new dog is, like, obsessed with me. Uh, um, so... <laughs> Bruce unleashed his cowboy on my parents this weekend. He went over and like get up. Yes, he did. Um, and I begged him not to go, and we got in a big old fat argument about it because I was like, "Oh my god, it's ninety degrees outside, it is hot as balls, and you're gonna come over in your tight little pants, your little hoochie pants, and your <laughs> which he looks great in. He does actually look really good in them, and um, you know your belt buckle and your shirt and your little cowboy hat and your boots in ninety degree weather." Like, can you wait until it's a little chillier? No. And he was like, absolutely the fuck not. I'm going. So I called my mom to tell on him. <laughs> and she was like, let him come. And like, it was like, we had like kind of an argument over it. But anyway, he ended up coming over because I went without him because he wasn't feeling well at first. Like his neck and his shoulder was like killing him. And I was like, well, why don't you just take like some medicine or something or whatever. So anyway... I was like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving, though. Like, I got to go. Like, I'm going to my parents' house. I'll see you in a little while. And then we get there, and I'm inside, and my Aunt Kate, you know, Aunt Kate comes in. She was like, oh, where's Cowboy Rick? <laughs> or Cowboy Joe, I think she said. I was like, oh, he's home. And then my brother comes in and goes like, where's the rhinestone cowboy? My mom had told everybody he's coming. So then I was like, you need to come because it's your turn. Like, you need to be initiated in this family. It's, it's your turn. Like, we've all had something. Like, you know, Uncle Gary's now... Uncle Sparky, because he lit off the fireworks drunk and almost took his eye out, and now he's got a big old cut on his eye, or his, like, face. I'm like, we, and then my Uncle Pat, they call him the thumb, because he's balding, and when he takes his hat off, he looks like a thumb. So, like, there's just all these little things that we all, like, have had to undergo, and, like, the uncles are just the uncles that you gotta, like, put a warning label on. 
because when you go, they're like they're gonna, time, they are, they are a good time, but it's like everybody has to have their own little initiation. And when they find something, they like relentlessly get on you for that day, and then it kind of loses its steam through time. But then every once in a while, it'll come back up. So he will now be the cowboy forever. But he showed up and he was happy, and I was kind of upset that they went so easy on him over it. It was like minor little things, and then it was over, and nobody oh, said it they again. Must, they must think he's sensitive. I don't know. Maybe, but that, nobody, I think they're, nobody they're cared. Playing, they're playing it nice. I was like, how's everybody going to be sitting here with no shirts on and they're shoes? They're not even nice to me. Like, they go hard with me. and Uncle Pat go hard about the well, Eagles. that's because you pick on the Eagles, so you kind of like, do that to he, yourself. He didn't even, like, <laughs> remotely try to be nice to me. He was like, I don't care. She's sensitive. I'm going to get her. Well, I was just thinking, I'm like, everybody's standing around. All the dudes had, like, shirts off. They were in their swim trunks. It was so hot. My mom is in, like, a short sleeve shirt and shorts, and she's got sweat just dripping off of her. So, so freaking hot. And I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't I not wear my bathing suit over here? Because it was so hot. And I'm like, and then my brother's wife is in her bathing suit. And then here comes Rhinestone Cowboy walking across, like, in full gear. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it just, I wanted him just to wait until it was cooler out. Right, it's way too So, he didn't stick out, like, kind of like a thumb, like my Uncle Pat. (laughs) But... Um, but I mean, he looks great in it. Don't get me wrong. Like he just, he looks great and that's how he wants to dress. And he was like, I'm feeling this today. And he decided he's going to wear it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you know, I work in the heat all day. Like the heat doesn't affect him as much. So I guess that kind of worked out. But so he finally got one thing, but he was like, next weekend's his birthday and we have the kids, but it's also Oktoberfest. Ah. Yes. And I do actually have a surprise for him. Oh. I hope, I hope he doesn't hear it. Cause I want to tell you, but I ordered him lederhosen because we went last year and we got the hats and everything. And I got me a little like dress to wear to Oktoberfest next Sunday. I'm so excited. Well, because it was fun. Like last year we got like the hat and we were having drinks and we're like, Oh my God, this is so much fun. Like next year we should dress up. And then I totally forgot. And it's his birthday coming up. So I got a bunch of things. I kind of bit off you, what you did with Paco. I got him like some stuff for his car. Uh-huh. Um, and I got him like a couple really neat things that I'm hoping he's going to like. I'm not going to say that. But then I got like the lederhosen for him and the socks. Oh and he's already got God. a shirt that he can wear. And then I ordered like the little dress. Oh my God. So we can wear them to Oktoberfest next Sunday. And we're going to just embarrass the fucking living shit out of the kids. But That's brilliant. Yeah, so I'm like, that'll be really fun, but we'll have a good time with that. And so, I mean, I I kind of was, like, trying to invite people out because he was like, I need to go out. And I'm like, well, I'll just see. If anybody can come, they can come. Because he was like, I got to get out of the house. I want to get out of the house. I can't be in the house. But he doesn't want to go to the pub. So he's like, we go there all the time. He was like, let's just try something new. So I was like, okay. So I'm just like, hopefully some people will show up so he has somebody to hang out with because he wants to get out of the house. So that's kind of what we did this weekend. And it actually ended up working out well. He needs to understand that we've been going to the pub for years and years and years. Like, Well, he just wants a little something new so, for his birthday. So he wanted him, to try something new. Him being we always do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we always He likes do it. That. He does like it. He even said, he was like, I don't have any problems with it. I'd like to try something new for my birthday. Is that, so that's why you, you you want to do the green turtle. Yes, he wanted to try. He said, just for my birthday. He was like, just for my birthday, let's try something different. They still have karaoke there. Let's just see how it looks. And they got, like, you know, all kinds of food and stuff. So that's why he said he wanted to do it there. And I'm fine with that. But, you know, he I got to get that man out because he's starting to have that. I work all the time. He's going to. He is, and he's like, I'm going to need to go out, like, a couple times a month. So, I'm like, okay, well, uh, oh, sorry. I'm like, my phone's, like, going off. Um, have we seen, have we seen 
the Britney fiasco that's happening right now with her sons? No, I haven't. Of course, you know, <laughs> I'm not into Britney like you're into Britney. Like, well, the I only give a fuck. Well, I'm very interested in. I think Kevin Federline's a fucking douchebag, and I think he manipulated his children against her, which I think is really fucked up. I do, yes, I do too. But now she's like. In response to some of the things that her sons are saying about her, mm-hmm. she's, like, kind of going on these tangents on social media about them. And, like, um, and there was in one thing that she said something like, he, I guess he was saying something like, I hope she gets better. Because for whatever reason, they think that she's mentally ill. And I think everybody can agree that she's been through a lot of trauma. Right. And she and, probably and is, she is to a certain extent. Ill. Yeah, I mean, like, you go through what she's gone through and the hell she's been through and everything. Right. You're going to have some shit. The thing is with Brittany, I don't think she was as mentally ill as they were making her out to be to where she needs a conservatory shift or wherever it was. I think the conservatory shift is the one that Is what made her. Yeah. I think she had her moment. Right. Like, she flipped out. She didn't know what to do with it. And she needed that support and had her moment. How many times have you wanted to fucking... What? Change. Pause it. Oh, sure. Hold on a second. Um, anyway, sorry, Jamie had to take a phone call. <laughs> but, um, anyway, she, he said, oh, what we were saying was, I think she had her moment, and I don't know about you, but I've had moments in my life where I've, like, lost my entire fucking shit. Right. And I haven't even had the pressure <clears throat> that she has with, like, the paparazzi following her around and all the shit going on and all the pressure. Right, we've all everything. had those moments. Yeah, and, and she had a moment where she was like, I'm gonna shave my fucking head and lose my mind. And then, you know, she got her conservatorship or whatever, it shouldn't have lasted that long. And I think, I don't know that she was mentally ill then. I think they made her mentally ill by what they did to her. I think she just had a moment. Yeah, and like, it just I, went too long and they, like, ruined her. in the spotlight since she was 16 years, 14 years old. She was very young, yeah. 14 years old. She's been in the spotlight. She was sexualized at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Which, those people who did that are fucking awful. You know, and she she's been through a lot and she's dealt with a lot. And Justin Timberlake... Cheated on her. <laughs> right. So, yeah, she had a fucking moment. Leave her alone. Leave well, Brittany alone. I mean, I do understand from some of the boys' perspective, like, why does my mom have to be like this? Like, you know, they're teenage boys and their mother, like, for instance, here she is. She looks like she's in lingerie dancing around in platform shoes like she's like, you know, a stripper. And then there's, like, you know, all the time she's, like, butt naked and she's, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, but she's just not. She's also, you know, getting ready to go on tour. When? She just put out an album. She just put a single out. Well, a single? That single is going towards an album, I thought. I don't think so. She didn't say anything about coming back. It was like, and she, this apparently was recorded a long time ago. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, I could be really wrong, but... Anyway, I, I really think that she, all the hell that they put her through and the fact that she couldn't get help and all the, that's the drugs and everything else they put her on to kind of keep her just like made her nuts. And like, you know, the son was saying something along the lines of, you know, they don't like the way, what she's posting on social media. They think she does it for attention. It's embarrassing to them, which I can get it. Cause remember you and I were like, damn, like you're a right. mom. Like, and she's like covered up a little bit. And like they're not. teenagers and she should take that into consideration. Yes, and I do agree but with them. But at the them. same time, she didn't get a chance to be a teenager. She got a chance to do quite a bit of things, no, but... No, she didn't. She was on lockdown. As a mom, I think, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you know, if if your boys are saying, Mom, can you not? You should not. Then you should fucking not. In my perspective, I mean, there's other things that you can do, but 
she goes out of her way. Like, look, she just constantly provo- like does provocative shit. Like, she's in underwear. She's got her tops off. You know what I mean? Like, does, she's just always doing these provocative things now. Where you and I, even before this came out, we were like, whoa, what the fuck? So, anyway, right. they were saying, well, we hope we get she gets better. And she was just like, oh. And she's taking to social media to kind of tell you got all of us how she feels about what's going on. So this is what she said. So, and she said more too, like something about, you know, you need to open a book before you can talk about me. Like she like, is kind of going back on her sons and she's like saying, you know, you guys have been awful to me. Right. You guys have treated me like shit. I want to see you more. I've tried my best blah, blah, blah. And here, you, you know what I mean? It's just that kind of stuff. She, so this is what she said. This is five days ago. It says, I try my best at being the best person I can be. To be basically held hostage in homes under nurses and bullshit. I hope my kids one day understand my reasoning of my play in water revealing myself as any woman would be held under blankets and supervision under the conservatorship. No, I don't. I mean, even under the conservative, like when you come out of that, I actually, I don't agree with her with that. Right. Because if your son's saying you're embarrassing me, stop doing it. You know what I mean? Or find something else to post. You don't need to be naked. Right. You don't. I don't understand her perspective from that at all. So I disagree. That doesn't mean I don't support her and think that what she did was wrong. I just disagree with that feeling. Anyway, so it says, finally at 40, without the restraints of what my family did to me, I say to my son, Jaden, that I send all the love in the world to every day for the rest of my life. My love for my children has no boundaries, and it deeply saddens me to know his outcry of saying I wasn't up to his expectations of a mother. And maybe one day we can meet face to face and talk about this openly. Maybe, dear child, you can explain to me why our family would do that to anyone. I helped... Uh, I helped your father who hasn't had a job in 15 years. I assume it is easier for you guys not to have someone check on you to make sure you're doing your homework. I'm sure the standards of your dad smoking weed every day benefits your daily life at 15 and 16 to partake in a very cool generation. I completely understand your need to live with your father as I had to play the perfect role for 15 years for absolutely nothing. I'm so happy I was able to carry four tours, judge X Factor, and way more. I did that for you. And Preston, I'm aware of your gift. I know you're a teacher in my life. And dear child, I'm a teacher for you as well. It's horrible to see your dad be a hypocrite and say the media is horrible, yet he has you talking about personal matters to them. If you could pause for a second, remember where you came from. I hope you look in the mirror and remember you are my child and always will be. Since Preston didn't speak, I send my love. I would love nothing more than to see you two face to face. Keep playing your gift on the piano. Piano, You and your brother both are brilliant. I'm so proud to call you both mine. As for my mental health, you, dear child, understand you must learn to pick up a book and read one before you resort to even thinking about my intellect, sweetheart. That's what I'm like. What the fuck is that shit? Tell your father to go try and least mow the lawn. <laughs> and pss, if you can really sit back and say with your sensible, brilliant mind, what Meemaw and Pawpaw did to me was fine and call them not bad people, then yes, I have failed as a mother. And hopefully that's a chat for you and your father to sit face and face, face to face and try to learn what's good. She did something else in another one where she said she doesn't even believe in God anymore. Because okay. what God would be around that would let that happen to her. I mean, I don't believe in God anyways. Well, I mean, and to her, but that was part of her faith growing up. Like, you remember for the longest time, right. she was like, I want to be a virgin. I want to be blah, blah, blah. Like, even though I think we all know, like, I think Justin Timberlake did, right? I yeah. think he's the one who did it. He but, deflowered um, her. Yeah, I think he deflowered her. But I just, I feel bad for her. There's all this stuff going on. And it's like she finally got out. And I do kind of see where the boys are coming from to a certain extent. But why is this happening? Like, why is nobody putting them in therapy together to work through their problems? Like, here's the thing. Why are they doing this to her? Those boys have been manipulated by Kevin Federline. They have been manipulated. Right. They've been told this about their mom and that about their mom. And Kevin Federline has had him for all these years. So, of course, they're going to be more loyal to him because that's where he's been. 
they don't get the fact that she did all this for them. Like, she, right. she you know, hosted X Factor. She did the four tours, all that for them. She, they don't get that. They're, right. They're, they're 15 and 16 and they needed their mom and their mom wasn't there. And mm-hmm. to be fair, that was their grandparents' fault. Well, and that the other thing they were saying was we don't think the conservatorship should have gone on that long. But they don't think that her dad did anything purposely to hurt her and did it for her benefit. And she's, and that was the other thing that one of them said, the boy said about, and she was like, oh, no, we're not doing any of that. We're not putting up with none of that shit. And Kevin Federline said the same thing. And so there was another post <laughs> somewhere where she said something like she was going off on the kids again. And she was talking about um, how Kevin Federline, um, his money's getting ready to be up. That's what it is. Yeah. So, he oh, here to, it is. It's right here. I did he actually save it. He has to do these interviews. He has to stay relevant because he is getting ready to lose that paycheck. Those boys are going to age out of that child support real soon. Yeah. I mean, and that's what the other thing it says. Britney Spears took to her Instagram Monday to respond to her estranged son, Jaden, following his recent interview and reveal that she is now an atheist in a new audio recording. So I didn't hear that part. And the singer 40 said to Jaden 15, you were just like my other family. You secretly love looking at me like something was wrong with me. Do you guys want me to be get better so I can continue to give your dad 40 grand a month? I'm like, okay. Spears then talked about becoming an atheist due to what she's endured in her conservatorship, which ended last year. And now, and how, oh, how she's been treated by her kids and family, stating that her, fan, her father, Jamie, 70, needs to be in jail for the rest of his life. She says, honestly, my dad needs to be in jail for the rest of his life. But like I said, God would not allow that to happen to me if a God existed. I don't believe in God anymore because of the way my children and my family have treated me. There is nothing to believe anymore. I'm an atheist, y'all. At another point, she addressed Jaden directly saying, so Jaden, as you undermine my behavior, just like my whole family always has with, I hope she gets better and I will pray for her. Pray for what? That I keep working so I can pay off mom's legal fees in her house? She's asked outraged talking about her mom. Her mom. The star then hit out at Jaden and her other son, Sean Preston, 16's father. Kevin Federline, 44, do you guys want me to get better so I can continue to give him 40 grand a month? It said, or is the reason behind you guys deciding to behave like fools is because it's actually over in two years and you don't get anything? Because one of them's going to be 18 in two years. Right. So she kind of like it's one only on 20 one. grand a month. Yeah. And then she says, how come? And then she said, she said to him in the recording, Brittany laminated the fact that both her kids chose not to spend time with her. She said, I will say it. I sat in the kitchen and looked you straight in the eyes, beautiful boy, and said, how come I can't see you guys anymore or just you guys more? Or just, or just see you guys more. I look forward to seeing you guys weekly. You said, Mama, oh, it will change. You and your brother left me in that house always two hours early. Preston would sleep. You would play the piano the whole time. And if I didn't shower you guys with gifts and have amazing food ready and play a motherfucking saint, it was still never good enough for you. That one time I asked you, look straight in your eyes. I want to see you more. You called your dad and I never saw you again. She lamented. I didn't do anything wrong and I know I'm not perfect, but the love I've given you and how much I adore you in your diplomatic way self-entitled this can be fixed i will see her when she's better Jaden. it was a miracle i could even have a normal conversation when i got out of that place you were just like my other family you secret love love secretly love looking at me like something was wrong with me i didn't need a family hiding shit in houses and whispering shit behind my back feeling subconsciously guilty because i paid for every fucking thing in both homes i need unconditional love and support it saddens me that not one of you have valued me as a person you've witnessed witnessed me and how my family has been to me and that's all you know. Like I said, I feel like you all secretly like to say something's wrong with me. Oh, my God. I just, I wish she wouldn't have these conversations. I wish she would just be quiet. 
because then she went on to accuse her sons of abandoning her and being hateful in a now-deleted Instagram post, which Kevin posted videos allegedly showing the singer screaming at her sons and which were moved when we talked about that. Well, if you think about it, they kind of did. It just makes me sad. Like, why does this have to be public knowledge? If you really were only worried about her getting better. It wasn't going to be public knowledge until Kevin Federline started his shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, why couldn't somebody just say, hey, we've got some issues here. Let's sit down with a therapist. Let's get to the bottom of this. Because that's not how people work. But, I mean, that's how you know Kevin Federline is a piece of dirt. Yeah. And children need both of their parents. Uh Uh-oh. Is that her again? Just don't answer her. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Jamie's helping a neighbor out who's in the hospital right now, and the lady keeps calling and calling, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Apparently, Mr. Rudy can't find his phone, and she thought he was dead. Oh. He's not. And you're like, no, don't worry. He's not dead. Everything's fine. Can um, you stop pulling this microphone cord and quit trying to climb up onto my lap? She just wants all your attention. Oh, my new baby. The new baby, uh. Bubbles, oh my god, she really is, like, really up your hiney butt. She, like, wants all your attention, like, right this second. Um, so on that note, in terms of the Britney stuff, I just kind of feel like I wish they would keep it. I think she needs to stop, because the people that were on her side at first, the more she does this stuff, yeah, they're gonna, and she rants about them, they're going to turn on her, because well, she's I've not been, doing the I've right thing. I've been saying since the door, maybe freeing Britney wasn't a good idea. But, that, <laughs> but that's well, maybe just, somebody else should have been doing right, the, you know. that was me. The but, conservatorship. But speaking of crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay. We all know that my sister... Did we discuss my sister Carrie getting married? Yes, last week, yes. Okay, so she said... I mean, a little bit, yeah. So my sister Carrie is getting married to a guy she's known for two seconds. Um, Everybody's wearing black to the wedding, and she... On purpose? Yes, because Carrie said that white hasn't worked for her the first three times. Oh, okay. So she sends... So she wants everybody to wear black. Right. She sends oh, okay. me and Kira a message in the family chat that says, Kira and Jamie... Um, it looks like you guys may be in the wedding. You may be in the wedding? <laughs> and Kira was like, what? And I was like, bitch, um, I'm going to use my punch card because it's buy three, get one free, right? Like, ah! I feel like you should pay for my bridesmaid's dress if I'm stuck in this wedding. And then Kira was like, you have a daughter and a, and a daughter-in-law. Like, put them in your wedding. Right. You put Jamie in a wedding and she might actually sacrifice a goat. I know. It might actually happen. Yeah. But anyway, I have something that pertains to a bride that says, Bride-to-be goes viral for refreshingly reasonable rules for her wedding. Oh, nice. Okay, so this is is opposite of what you're used to. Which is an opposite of, like, a crazy bridezilla. Yeah. So it says, Thus far, I've been lucky enough that any of the weddings I've been involved with haven't had a bridezilla at the helm. But anyone who works in the wedding industry has no doubt seen their share of them. And aside from expecting exuberant monetary contributions from her guests, the fastest way that a bride can usually reveal herself as a bridezilla is to present her guests, and especially her bridesmaids, with a laundry list of rules. The more there are and the more aggressively they are worded, the more likely they think that, you know, you're a bridezilla. Mm -hmm. But of course you're not going to encounter many rules of thumb in life that don't have at least one exception. And while she later found that some folks would disagree with this one. One bride's list was pretty hard to argue with. So it says, on January 27, TikTok user Jasmine Cruz uploaded a video detailing the list of rules for her guests at her upcoming wedding. As she told People Magazine, she had, been, she had seen a trend of other brides doing this when she started planning her big day. 
So she decided to throw the ideas she had into her own code of etiquette. She would end up going over the list in two parts, and the first of them got some common points of contention out of the way. So, wedding rules. No kids. What is it? No kids. Oh, that's nice. Some exceptions. So I'm guessing, like, the kids that are in the bridal party. Right. Like, you know, like, flower girl or something like that. Or ring bearer. Okay. Right. Keep going. Um, don't wear white. (laughs) That's pretty common sense. Yeah. Bridesmaids can pick their own outfits. Just make sure that they're in the same, like, cutter, color wheel pattern. Um, what else? Bubbles just jumped right over Lainey. Like, jumped right over top of her. <laughs> um, she explained that she has no desire to see unattended children running around her wedding. However, many of her siblings are under fifteen, under the age of fifteen, so she wouldn't feel right cutting them out of the proceedings. Mm-hmm. She also so said what, that did those, she say what a cutoff was? No, she just, age wise. Yeah, she didn't say that. Okay. She also said that those coming in from out of town could bring their kids, but she definitely expected those parents to keep a close eye on them. But while she expected her guests and viewers to bristle the most at this rule, she told people that more commoners than she expected were upset about some some that seemed like common sense to her. Really? In particular, these concerned her rules against wearing white and bringing more guests than your allotted plus one. Really? One might expect that everyone knows wearing white to a wedding comes off as a deliberate attempt to upstage the bride. But some people apparently still need to be told this. And she's serious about that one. As she said, my bridesmaids have a specific instructions already to dump a whole bottle of red wine on you. Oh my gosh, to make it so you're not white? Right, so <laughs> let's just avoid that. Don't wear uh-huh. white. Contrary to the hyper-specific instructions, brides are, <laughs> brides are often have their bridesmaids do. We can see that the only color of their outfits are not, only the color of their outfits are um, non-negotiable. So they can pick whatever they want to wear as long as the color matches. Right. Because um, some, they're, all the bridesmaids are shaped different. And of right. course, guests bringing a group of random people with them is not allowed. Well, why would you? Like, they're not accounted for. Like, why would you do that to someone? Right. After capping off part one by saying the garter toss tradition will not be happening because she's not comfortable doing it, Cruz expanded on the rest of her list in part two. For start, it's kind of misleading to say that it's a rule for all her bridesmaids to be members of the LGBTQ community, as that's just how things happen to turn out for her. Okay. Her next rule is more relevant to other planners than guests. But the job her mother did on her quinceañera made her confident that all questions about the nitty-gritty details about how the wedding will proceed should be directed to her mother. Mm. So her mother's planning the wedding. And after encouraging her guests to take full advantage of the open bar because it's just a lot of wasted money if they don't, she made a rule that certain couples could learn from. Namely, that the professionals supporting her wedding are to be treated as guests and given all the food and beverage that this suggests. But of course, nobody's allowed to drink and drive. Finally, she made it clear that no guest should use her wedding as an opportunity to make any grand announcements. Oh, yeah. That's lest a good they one. face the wrath of her bridesmaids. As she put it, if you're pregnant, keep it to yourself. If you want to propose, keep that to yourself. I know about, I don't know about you, but this wedding sounds good enough to me. 
So basically, she's being very realistic, and people are really upset about fucking... Because there's a lot of common sense in it, and people just don't want to have any common sense for some reason. To accept innovation, we have to be willing to accept nonconformity. Great ideas aren't always going to look the way you let, you think they will, but that's no reason to be resistant. This list has some examples that illustrate my point. Ideas that look strange, but actually make a lot of sense. So, yeah, she's just, she's just using common sense. And she's like, hey, how about you not, you know, be a dick at my wedding? Yeah, don't wear white. <laughs> don't and bring your dumbass kids and I then not watch on them. I don't understand why people think that when you get invited to a wedding, if it says plus one, that they're like, oh, well, I have eight kids and my brother-in-law's coming in that day for, you know, a cornhole tournament down the road. We we should see if he wants to go. Like, I don't understand why people think that's okay. Right. Like, don't bring 700 people to my wedding. I know. I know. I totally agree with I you. Mean, I feel like I'm going to be a complete fucking bridezilla. But that is just me. Like, I, uh. I don't mean bridezilla to the point where I'm going to be like, oh, we want all this money. And, like, in the details, I feel like I'm going to be a bridezilla about the things that are I feel are considerate and not necessary. Like, I, too, am going to have a kid-free wedding. If you don't like it, you can suck my dick. Like, I can't imagine you have, well, what do you mean? You're going to have your grandchild, your grandson. I mean, of course, you know, there's going to be exceptions to the rule. Obviously, if he's, I mean, he's probably going to walk me down the aisle. That's how old I was going to say, I'm like, that's the way how things are going, I, Paco's very, right. I'm, I don't know about you, but I think at this point, you should just look at Paco and be like, you're just not the marrying kind. Yeah. As much as he tries to say it. At this point, Peter's going to be old enough to walk me down the aisle, and he's not going to be able to walk me. He's going to have to roll me in my wheelchair. And it may not be Paco. <laughs> no, no, Paco will be gone, long dead and gone, and I'm going to bar- marry well, I, Archibald, I, Archibald Crockerpot the fourth. I kind of feel like home. we all at this point know that the reason he'll be long and gone is because he's not married you yet, and you got really lucky with all that investigative ID shit you and Lori used to watch when Lori was living with you. That they just never found the body. Right, at this point. <laughs> at this point. Hey. That's where we're at by this point. Remember when you guys would watch that all day long? It would just be ID Discovery and or whatever Paco it was. And would be like, there's always murder on the TV. <laughs> and you're like, and he'd you tell Mikey, know why. He would tell Mikey, he'd be like, yo, if anything happens to me, it was definitely these two. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Well, you know another thing that would really piss me the fuck off? What? This lady's doing a spaghetti table. Ew. There's like, she put a whole bunch of spaghetti and sauce. Did she put something and on meatballs. the table? It's like, yeah, it's on like a thing. Oh, okay. But it's weird. What? You can't fucking use a plate? What? They got paper motherfucking plates these days. Why you gotta put it all in? This is an Audi a la shame. And she said the spaghetti table is a hit. Everything from Audi. I would not. No. Wait. I guess maybe with little kids. So she got the table from Audi? No. Th- I guess somebody must have posted like, or maybe the table is from Audi a la shame. Um. I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything. But she was just saying that, and then she just dumped a big old massive pile of shit right on the table, like all the pastas on the table, and she put all the sauce on top of that, Those and then the are, meatballs. But the, you know what? Those kids are going ham on it, and I bet they they eat a bunch. Of well, that the little kids, because, I bet they do love it because they're like, "Oh, this is so fun." Yeah, I guess to them they probably would think that's pretty fun. Um, let's see, what do I got going on? Oh, here's this is oh my gosh, okay. So I already talked about Brittany. Because that is just making it's me nuts. Bitch. I know. Um. Oh my God. So Tyrese is going went through a divorce, right? And he's ordered to spend pay like ten grand a month oh, in child support. Yes, and he got like really mad in court over it, and the judge was like, "Yeah, no, 
Well, there was, like, a couple years ago, he was crying over how much he was supposed to be paying for child support. And I, do you remember there was a time when somebody posted a picture of him and he didn't look so good? I was like, damn, what happened to you? But now, I mean, he kind of looks like he's back to normal. But he is going through a um, divorce from his wife, Samantha Lee. And he didn't have to end up paying her child or spousal support, but he did have to give her 10 grand a month. And so it says, this is according to like TMZ, I guess. And it says a judge scolded Tyrese Gibson and ordered him to pay $10,690 a month. I would have said 11000 because after you get 10 past 10, 5, you should just round up. I'm just saying. Right. I don't know what they're saying. And child support for his three-year-old daughter. What kind of fucking three-year-old daughter needs $10,000 a month? Well, it's based on income, and he's got a lot of income. I know, but still, like, don't you think at a certain point, like, I don't know. Like, don't you think at a certain point, if, especially if they're, like, sort of sharing custody. It's just ridiculous. It is. And I understand that they want both, like, children to, like, have a similar lifestyle. Like, I understand that. But that, I mean, what kind of three-year-old needs $10,000, $11,000 a month? You know, motherfucking well, it ain't going to that child. All oh, that's not going to her. That's so mommy can stay home and take care of this kid. There's no fucking way in hell you're going to tell me this bitch is working. I'm not. And $11,000. I'm, I'm like, not. Like, but these, these men, these, these celebrities, they lay down with these women without condoms. He married her. Oh, I guess. They're married. They were married. So, yeah. This she, is a divorce. So, he's got to keep. Uh, no, he didn't get a spousal support. Yeah, that's just for the baby, I guess. Yeah, it's just, yeah, because she didn't get it. So but it said. If she's got the house, then the bills are probably a certain, it's probably a big house. Yeah, but that's not part of child support. That would be spousal support. No. Her house and everything would be spousal rent, support. Rent and stuff is part of child support. Um, all that and is, she left with the house, I'm saying. If he left her with the house. All that But stuff, he should not have to pay for all of that. Yeah, but all that stuff is considered, like the bills and all that yeah. is considered in child support. Not when we do child support here. I don't know what it is out there with these celebrities, but not here. Yes, it is. It's like based on overnights, and it's a formula. Oh, you make this much money? They give I you mean, X amount of percentage, it and that's it. They don't give a fuck. I'm, it might have been different than what you guys do, because you guys do, like, week on, week off, and or, like, three on four. But I had Katie. He had her Wednesdays and every other weekend. So it was, Well, you, you didn't have 50-50. We didn't have 50-50. No, so. that was... You, it goes by overnight. So they take, like, your X amount of dollars that you make, and then they go by the overnights. However, you know what I mean? And that way. So if you were, like, 50-50, that doesn't mean you're not going to pay child support. Right. Right? So if one person makes significantly more money than the other one, you still have to pay support. Right. It's regardless. But if you're about neck and neck and you're only, like, 10 grand off... Like, most of the time, it's like, oh, well, you pay for this, you pay for that. Like, you split expenses. Right. Or whatever. I was not 50-50, so, and they considered yeah, you're not my 50/50. bills and things into the child support. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, a, like, different, but they, they kind of look at it They also considered his bills. And then he had to pay, like, a whole $25 a week and couldn't even fucking bother, be bothered with that. That's probably because so. he submitted his his financials as, like, under the table, a yeah. bunch of bullshit. Um, but in this case, his wife said that Therese had made, like, $2.4 million the year before. And I'm like, how? He wasn't even working. Fast and Furious? I mean, maybe like residual yeah. checks? No, that he was in the last two Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, but when was the last one that came out? Um, I want to say 2019? So it said he had amassed over $2 million in 2018, despite him claiming to have been in financial ruin at the time. He said, I don't do the CFO thing. Here's a question to you, smart person. This is what Tyrese said to the judge. However, he was cut off by Judge Kevin M. Farmer. He yelled at him. You don't ask questions. That's not how this works. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, what are you, an idiot? 
Like, what are you, a fucking idiot to say that to the judge? Like, this judge could be like, just mm, for that. How about another five grand a month? You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to do that. So, anyway, so that's kind of what's happening there. So, if you're feeling like you're getting a little screw about child support these days, well. At least it's not. It could always be that. It could always be this. At least it wasn't $1,100 a month. I know, right? I mean, could you imagine? So, what do I got here? Mom has been accused of throwing a satanic birthday party for her one-year-old. What? A mother has incurred the fiery wrath of social media watchdogs after throwing what appeared to be a satanic-themed birthday party for her one-year-old daughter. <laughs> the fuck? What? Janeth, Janeth Zapata shared photos of her daughter Lilith. Of course, her name is Lilith. I love that, though. Celebrating her first birthday in a black outfit at the party decorated with black and pink decor, including a piñata rambling, resembling... Baphomet, a go-headed deity used in cult rituals. Oh my goodness. A now viral TikTok video which has racked up more than 2.3 million views as of Tuesday afternoon is captioned, rumors say I had the best outfit for my first birthday. And then goes on to flash a slideshow of pictures from the controversial celebration with Adele's hit songs, rumors blaring in the background. (laughs) The, photo- the photographs and footage show Lilith posing by what appears to be a satanic star used for sacrifices, <gasps> digging into a cake top with a pentagram made of icing and breaking into the Baphomet pinata. The Mexican mother also shared snapshots of the invite, which described Lilith as cute as hell, before welcoming guests to the celebration that took place this past July. <gasps> oh, I got it. Yeah, she's cute as hell. Oh, my goodness. And she is super cute. She's super cute. Oh, Look at my. her face. Oh, my Aww. God. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I know, but you That's so crazy. Like, you're just asking for it. She says, we're not Satanists. One, we're not Satanists. Two, there were guests. Three, the party didn't have anything Satanic. Four, the piñata isn't Satan nor the devil. It's Baphomet. Five, the pentagram isn't inverted because it's not Satanic. Oh. The Mexican mother also shared a snapshot of the invite, which uh, we already talked about that. Social media users noted that the birthday party, the birthday girl shares the same name as the female demonic figure of the Jewish folklore who become a, who become a commercial sign of Satanism. I thought Lilith was like actually the first woman. She was. I really don't know what went through the mom's mind. Lorena, Lorena Salazar commented on the video. Susley Cardenas wrote, that wasn't a birthday party, that was a sacrifice. (laughs) The barrage of judgmental and negative comments that Zapata received pushed her publicly to defend herself and her family. I see there are many news sites that put out my daughter's party with lies, she told CEN. We're not saying this, we were, there were, yeah, we just want all that. So so she was like, because my daughter's cute as hell, I'm going to do a hell-themed birthday party and be different. Right. And it's- That's kind of funny, I think in it's a way. Great. I think it's kind of interesting and different. And her name is Lilith? Like, shit. Yeah. I mean, like, there's so much going on there. It's kind of, it's almost like Halloween party. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think this little girl is not going to be emotionally scarred by it. Look at her. She's sitting in a thing with a bunch of angels. Like, oh, my gosh. Like- I mean, obviously, her her mother is into, like, witchcraft and things like that. Her name is Lilith. You know, things like Possibly. that. But yeah, I don't think know. this baby is having any, like, abuse or emotional. I don't think her her mom is, like, bloodletting her or anything. So. Bloodletting. <laughs> so maybe maybe calm the fuck down, Karen's. Well, I, I think it's kind of neat. Well, what about the ones where they do the, um, 
it's like a Halloween type theme birthday party where like the kids are like they've got like Jason in the background and it's like a little baby. They do that kind of thing. Right. It's actually like the father, but they're dressed up like Jason. Jason or, and Michael Myers. And Michael and Myers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's so neat. I love that so much. Like those little those types of themed pictures and whatnot. Right, and it's very this, neat. If this was just like a horror movie film themed thing, mm-hmm. nobody would have found it. An eye. But yeah, but because, because it's that. Because it was Lilith and the Satan theme in a way. Hell party. Yeah. Like that's kind of funny though. Cute. I think as hell. it's. I think it's fun. I think it's fantastic. Like I, I mean, now that when you talk about it at first, I was like, oh dear fucking god, what are you gonna say? But then, then when you started saying it, and I'm like, oh, I get it. It's a theme. Like my a, baby's cute as hell. Right, and hell is the theme. Oh my god, that's so darn funny. I love that so much. Oh my. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about it because, but you mentioned like these people are like losing their minds over this woman having a birthday party for their daughter. Right. Because it's, to them, it's a little controversial. Right. Like you and I see it and we see it as being like, it's kind of innocent. You know, she was a little different with it, but it's innocent. She, it's kind of funny. It is. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It is. It's very different. I mean, they're obviously not like, you know, the Satan worshippers I'm or whatever. telling you right now, little uh, Becca next door, her birthday party is not going to be that cool. Oh, I know, right? It's right? Like, well, I'm thinking, like, well, little Dilly, you know, my godson, uh-huh. he loves, um, oh, my God, I just lost the thing for it. What's the dinosaur? Barney? No. Oh, God, no. No, it's, like, the the big one that keeps coming out in movies. Tyrannosaurus oh, Rex? No. No, the Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, okay. He loves Godzilla, and he loves zombies. Right. And his, somebody, I forget who got it for him, but he's got... 75,000 different fucking Godzillas. And he's got this zombie doll that he just drags around everywhere with him. And I'm like, I, and his birthday's like November 3rd. So I'm like, it would be so cool if she would do a zombie theme party for him. Right. I'm like, that would be so much fun. Because then he could bring his zombie doll with him. And I'm like, that would be neat. You know what I mean? She could right. do like some Godzilla, some, some God some, zombie dolls, some, some brain shaped jello. Oh, like, you just never know. It'd be fun. You know, but I don't know if the other kids would like it so much. But I think that's funny. He like the things that kids like, and I'm like, I don't even know how he got on to any of those things. When Katie was four, her favorite movie was The Ring. Really? She would sit down in a dark basement and rewatch it over and over and over and over again. Really? She fucking loved it. Oh my. When she was six, my sister said something to her and she looked at her and said, why the hell are you letting your four-year-old child watch the ring when she didn't let watch it she was really upset and i didn't know she was an asshole so i let her watch it right like she wanted to watch it and she wasn't scared of it so i was like here you go oh my god well on a very controversial note i want to see what you think so Brittany aldine is taking it up the ass right now over some comments she made about She's putting on her makeup, and she said, I'm so glad my parents didn't change my gender during my tomboy phase, because I love this girly life. And I'm like, she's made comments before, there's a lot of these people that are taking their five-year-old children and stuff, like, and they've posted these videos where they're doing gender reveals for them at five. What? That's weird. I haven't seen it. That's odd. Yes. And then there's um, some people now that have actually had the surgery, where they've actually changed their gender. And they don't like it. So now there's these studies that are coming out going, I wish I didn't have that happen. I wish somebody would have stopped me. And I'm like, 
yeah, but no, I don't fall into that. Everybody blaming somebody else because you had to really go through a lot to get there. Right. There, that doesn't just happen overnight. They don't just say, okay. Yeah. You don't just get to be like, oh, I want a dick now. And then the doctors are like, all right, sign her up for dick surgery. You know, that doesn't happen. No. Off to the salon to get your dick. You know what I mean? Like, off that doesn't the, happen. Off to the salon. You know, the TikTok thing where yeah. they go off to the salon and just the next thing you know, it's like. Shaping. Yeah. It's like, oh, there it is. There's my new tick. There's the new shape. Like, that just doesn't happen. But, um,. So I do understand her point, and I don't think it was, like, homophobic necessarily because some of these people are really going nuts with these kids. Like, they're trying to be so, I don't know, everybody wants to call it woke. Everybody's so woke. Well, her point is, let them become adults and let them decide for themselves. Like, leave them alone. Don't put them on anything. Let them live their lives as they want to, and when they're adults, if they want to. Like, she's not saying, hey, don't let them wear their clothes. She's not saying don't let them identify as something different. She doesn't believe in any of that at all. But she's saying before you put them on all these meds and things to start changing their gender, let them become an adult and do it themselves. Right. Don't you, as the parents, let them move. Let them at least get through puberty. Right. So, and then you've got Marin Morris. I think Marin Morris. I think that's her name. Marin, whatever. She's another country singer. It's just like calling her a scumbag human and all that. Well, because they're very outspoken as like pretty republican-ish like they right. really love trump and they all this stuff they're pretty hardcore republican that way so i think it makes her like a really easy target right but i'm kind of one to kind of believe the same thing like as long as you're not telling your kids you're wrong for that i do think that you should let kids kind of do what they want to do don't right. start putting them on meds don't start changing their genders and everything else until they get a little older because they even say like their brains don't actually funk like formal or their they fully do really, it till 25 yeah so it's like, can't you just let them, like, go through their things and decide? Because there was a lot of people that would come in their defense saying, I actually thought I wanted to do this, and then as I got older, I changed my mind. And so I'm kind of like, I feel like they're trying to make her into something that she's not. I feel like trans- transgenderism is very trendy right now, and I think a lot of these kids that are saying they're transgender are not really transgender. And people can come for me if they want, but that's how I feel. I With feel the like kids, social right. media has made it so fucking trendy yeah. that they think it's cool to be trans. Right. you know, if you are actually trans, then good for you. I'm not saying that's wrong. But do I think half these kids out here are trans because they're actually trans or trans because their best friends are trying to be Mm -hmm. trans because it's cool on social media? That's what I think. I think that it's trendy. It's just like mental illness. Mental illness, I think, is trendy. Yeah, sometimes people just want to say they have all these issues. We grew up in a different generation where, you know, mental illness... We didn't really have, like, medications or anything. We didn't really get diagnosed no. with shit like uh-uh, that. we did not. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean that we were better necessarily. It but doesn't, but, you know, we coped with, you know, alcohol in the middle of a field with all our friends when we were 14. <laughs> well, I mean, we know people that are truly transgendered. Like, we're allies, and, like, we know what they went through. And right. it was really hard. They had to sacrifice a lot in their lives and that's I, not to say that they had to cousin, sacrifice my or they Anaya, should have had my to. cousin Tania from the time right. as well, far back as I can remember he was she now well she now right the fact that when she was he was very girly he yes. had a switch when he walked yes. he had the best handwriting that anybody has ever seen and dotted his little eyes with a heart he sure did and then he had a bunch of girlfriends mm. he played baseball he worked on cars. He tried his damnedest to become the man that his father wanted him to be. Right. 
But then I think then, everybody knew from at like six years old but, that you know Teddy then, was going to be Sanaya one and day. And then he, when he was nineteen, he came out and he was like, "I'm gay." Mm-hmm. Okay, I knew that already, but okay. Right, I think everybody um, kind of had a feeling. And then yeah. you know he started doing drag, mm-hmm. and then he started living as a woman because he felt more comfortable in drag. Right. So now he is a she. Oh shit! But she she had to go through the stages to figure out exactly who she was. Right. No, I totally she agree. She was a full-on trans person. Right. Absolutely agree. Do I feel like your daughter who cuts her hair short and the next day is like, you know what? I want to go by Seth. Is trans? Oh, like just Absolutely. when they just sort of wake up and they change. Not. But I also have something about a TikToker who is a fucking idiot and did something stupid and now is getting backlash. Oh, Okay. So, there's a YouTuber is facing widespread criticism over a video telling her twin sons to pretend that they had a brother who died as part of a TikTok prank trend. Oh, my God. Right. Disgusting, right? Influencer Brittany Jade Sazabo is facing backlash for a TikTok prank she played with her twin sons. The TikTok told her, whatever her name is, Brittany, told her sons to go along with a fake story about them having a dead brother. Now, these these kids are like... Maybe four or five. Viewers criticized the video for being insensitive to women who have lost their babies, which is absolutely 100% right. A small YouTuber who runs a family vlogging channel has attracted widespread attention and criticism on social media after posting a TikTok video with her children in which she pretended her twins had a brother who died. The controversial video is no longer available, has but has been re- re-uploaded onto social media by various users. Oh. It shows mother of three, wow. Brittany Jade, who has 2.2 million TikTok followers sitting oh with my. her husband, Waylon, and the two of their children who are twin boys. She can be seen telling the twins the family is going to try and win a trip on a cruise tri- ship and ask the children to go along with the story. Sabo, who used the hashtag Just Jokes under her videos, said the two boys deserved to win because they had been through a lot, adding that when they were born, they had a triplet brother who they lost. <gasps> You're kidding Later me. in the video, one of the twins can be heard saying, we don't have a brother. And what are you talking about? At which point she said to the camera, they're still in denial. So Brittany, Jade, can be seen trying to hold back laughter and mimicking crying throughout the video. At the end, she asked the twins to put their arms around each other before saying, in, love remem- in loving memory of Lawrence, please <gasps> Royal Caribbean, bless these boys on their birthday. Ew! Insider was unable to find competition find a competition that matched her description, and Royal Caribbean Cruises did not respond to requests for comment. The video appeared to be part of a TikTok TikTok prank trend, where people tell fabricated stories to the camera in front of a close friend or family member to see if they'll play along. Still, many TikTokers criticized her version, saying it was insensitive to those who have lost children. This is the girl that many so many people idolize, someone who jokes about losing children upon... Open your eyes, people. Read the caption on the repost of the video from August 31st. She now made a video telling people to delete these videos, which she posted, and wants everyone to erase this video. I'm so sorry for all the women that have lost their babies and had to see this video of what she and her husband did in front of their children and saying with lies and laughing about it. It's very disturbing and sad. I'll be praying for them. Um. So, yeah. So, she's now she's backpedaling, and she's like, oh, I was wrong. A top comment underneath the video was made by Ophelia Nicholas, a TikTok influencer who went viral posting a video to appeal for information after her son was shot and killed in August. That's Mama Todd. Right. 
So Mama Todd was like, am I seeing this not even three months after losing my son, Nicholas wrote, receiving more than 40 replies from users expressing sympathy with her and calling this Britney chick to apologize for the prank. A caption underneath it, another reposted version of the video called the influence actions disturbing and sad, adding, I'm so sorry for all the women that have lost their babies and had to see this video of what she and her husband did in front of their children. <sighs> so this was a new low. She crossed the line and everyone knows it. Whether they tell her or not, the top Reddit comment, which has 223 upvotes, said, the video is, according to, oh, that was Ophelia. So, yeah, so basically she just, like, thought it was funny and what she thought was going to be funny. How is that funny? It goes viral for the wrong reasons because you're trash. But I don't even, I'm trying to understand where it's funny even. So, it's apparently. how's it funny? I don't know. Apparently there's this TikTok prank going around where you, like, tell elaborate lies to see if the family member that is with you goes through, goes, like, helps you along. But it's not supposed to be things like that. It's supposed to be like, oh, I caught this big fish today. It had to be this long. And oh, no, no, I did see that. Okay, I did right. see that where they have the husband sit down and then the wife will start talking. And the husband's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, right. what are you talking about? What? Like, are you going to help me? You know, that's what that right. was supposed to be about. And she took it to a whole new level with some sick, twisted, like, fucking bullshit. Fuck that bitch. Oh, my God. I mean, that's weird. I don't know where... Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I would be concerned. Because people will do anything to go viral. But that's not... But, okay, my, my feeling is, though, is, like, I worry about the children at this point. Right. That she finds that funny to say you had a triplet brother who died. Right. And, then, to, and how little they are. Right. Like, what else... What other bullshit are you doing? Because if you think that... You know what I mean? It's kind of like what I was talking about with Kevin Federline. It was like he thought... Oh, this is going to show Brittany in a bad light, but it didn't. It made, it made right. his kids look ridiculous, made him look worse. So it's kind of like the same principle where these people think it's funny and they really put it out there for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, maybe you need a conservatorship because something's fucking wrong with you to think that that's okay to post that. Right. Like, what in your life makes you think that that's okay to post? So, oh my God, I feel so bad for those children. I hope to God, like, she gets her shit together. People suck. I know, but on that note, take us home, Jimmy. If you have any interesting and unique children's parties ideas, let me know because I have a grandbaby that might or may not like Satan. Um, oh, right oh my God, in- that better not happen. Not in that house. <laughs> right as in it. Not the house oh, she's that in. That would be so fun to do to Katie, though. <laughs> um, right as in it, straight from the net at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Not Twitter. We're never on the Twitter. No, no, we're not on the Twitter. And, t- and I can barely even stand doing Instagram at this point. And TikTok. Um, you can listen to us on all your major platforms where you listen to all your podcasts. But we have something that not all podcasts have. Danielle, what do we have? I was waiting to see if you were going to do it. I didn't fuck this, up. I know. Usually you're always like, blah, 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 blah. oh, darn it. Like, <laughs> oh, dang, nabbit. Um, So <laughs> we have a radio show. That's right. Somebody thought that'd be a great idea to put us on the radio in New York. You can find us every single Friday at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you miss this on Friday mornings, that's okay, because they're going to replay us again on Saturday nights at 7. And if you miss it again, again, that's okay. I mean, I hope you don't miss it. I mean, you know how long it took us to just even verify that we are on on a Saturday night? Listen. Right. Just listen. Uh, but if you do miss it, you'll catch uh, us on the, uh, what, SoundCloud is our mother platform. And I make sure that it's there every day by 11 o'clock or every Sunday by 11 o'clock. And it shoots out all over to the other places that you can find us on all the other places that you can hear your favorite podcast. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, we will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.